T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Today, a potentially momentous day in the history of the NCAA. Could they forever change the model in which allows players to profit from their image or likeness? We'll talk about that in just a bit. But tonight, Game 6 of the World Series. Could the Houston Astros clinch Justin Verlander on the mound against Steven Strasburg in what should be an epic pitching matchup? Homeradio.com Sports Original. We are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free right now. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. I'm Dave Briggs, home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker, back home from the Monday night game where he worked the sidelines in the Steelers-Dolphins game. Let's talk game six. And the only thing that's been more interesting than the on-the-field product is the off-the-field action by our friend Mattress Mac, the owner of Gallery Furniture, who continues to plunk down more and more and more action on his favorite Houston Astros. And he's decked out in his Astros gear for us this afternoon. Good to see you, my friend. It's Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. How much money have you bet on your Houston Astros to win this series? Uh, Ten million plus, Dave and Ross, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, we had a promotion that if you buy a mattress, $3,000 plus with Tempur-Pedic, and the Astros win it all, you get the mattress purchase price back free. So I'm hedging the bets by going to Nevada and New Jersey and Mississippi, betting on the uh, hopefully soon-to-be world champion Houston Astros. All right, so, Mac, I want to make sure I understand this. So the people get to keep the mattress and they get their money back, or they got to give you the mattress back? No, they have already bought the mattress, and if the Astros win tonight, to uh, clinch the World Series, they get the money back they paid on the mattress. So, say they paid three, four, five thousand dollars for the mattress and the adjustable base. If the Astros win tonight, we'll have a big refund party in December, and they get all their money back on the mattress. So they get a free mattress, meaning the money is in the mattress. Meaning you lose how much money if the Astros win? You've bet ten million dollars on the team to win. What is the promotion worth? Oh, it's north of twenty now. So, so technically, you lose ten million dollars if you or you have insured that. How does it go? Well, I got I got odds. You know, the uh, <laughs> odds on the uh, Astros winning the World Series. I got. Uh, I think I bet three point three million dollars at the Scarlet uh, Pearl Casino in Mississippi, and that pays $7.7 million profit. So I got several big wagers like that on the series before it started at uh, Astros plus 250. All right, so, Mac, I want to take a step back. Who are you? How did you get to this point? How did this whole thing even start? I, I need the background. Well, I did lots of sports promotions. I did one many years ago when Seattle played Denver in the Super Bowl. These two guys who worked here told me that there's no way Denver could lose. So I I uh, took all the liability myself. We did a buy furniture that week before the Super Bowl. If, the, if uh, Seattle won, your furniture was free. So we got into that about $8 million, sold out every piece of furniture in the store the Saturday night before the Super Bowl. 
And the first play of the game, they snapped the ball over Peyton Manning's head. It was all over, so that was an $8 million hit. And I've been doing these sports promotions ever since. I am very familiar with that game. One of the most painful games I've ever witnessed firsthand. My Broncos were slaughtered. Is that the worst bet you've ever made? That's the biggest beating I ever took. You know, when the Astros won the World Series in 2017, we had it insured and also hedged, and that was about $13 million. And uh, so uh, since the beating on the Seattle-Denver game, I've learned to hedge it or insure it so it's not so painful. Uh, and this is certainly uh, all of us in Houston are pulling for the Astros, and we've got it, got it all hedged. So if they win, it's great. All the customers get the money back, and it's the best promotion we could ever have. Yeah, so tell me about that, Mac. Tell me about, I mean, obviously you're very successful. So how much uh, are sort of the ancillary benefits that you get from these promotions? Well, I probably got $20 million in earned media over the past three or four weeks ever since the uh, Astros played Tampa Bay in the uh, uh, American League Division Series and then the Yankees was a huge series. And this one's going to go six if the Astros win tonight. So lots of... uh, uh, interviews, lots of talk, and lots of buzz around town because people follow the Astros more closely because if the Astros win, they get their free matches. So we've turned a lot of casual fans into diehard Astro fans. We're huge Astro sponsors, so it's a good deal all around, and we're pulling 100% for the Houston Astros. I have been all over the country to almost every sports book in the country and uh, bet lots of money, so go Strohs is all i got to say. And we keep seeing those pictures of you. And we're talking with Mattress Mac, the owner of Gallery Furniture, who has $10 million on the Astros to win the series. We see all these images of you carrying around suitcases full of cash. But you can appreciate the value of those dollars. People just think you're just some rich dude that has $200 million in sales every year. Go back long before that, because what I read into your story, you were down to your last $10,000 at one point. How'd you turn it around? What's your story? Yeah, my wife and I started out in 1981 at this same location with $5,000. And the story is we worked 24-7 for uh, 38 years. I'm still in the same location, still selling uh, furniture. And if we delight customers, we win. If we don't, we lose. That's what it's all about. And the customers are Astros crazy. So us uh, being part of the Houston Astros as a team sponsor and being part of the Astros as this matches promotion is really makes us very topical in Houston, very relevant. And Whatever retailers can do to be relevant these days is very important. So uh, we're huge diehard Astros fans. I was up in Washington for those three games, and it was a, a great uh, comeback. So, you know, you, this this whole hedging thing ebbs and flows. When they lose, you bet more. When they win, you probably bet a little bit less because the odds go down. So uh, there was big opportunities after they lost game one and, one and two here in Houston. All right, so – Mac, yeah, that was going to be one of my questions is how nervous were you after games one and two? You know, I I thought the Astros would uh, come back in uh, D.C. Obviously, I didn't think they'd win three in a row. I thought they'd win two out of three, but they made a tremendous comeback. Uh, The Astros have a really good team. Obviously, the Nationals do, too. So we'll see what happens tonight. But I like the Astros side of it and I like the customer side. So. With the, when the Astros uh, win the World Series tonight, Game 6, it's going to be a great night for the city of Houston, a great night for all these customers, because we'll have a huge refund party in December with lots of players here and give back millions of dollars in free matches, and that really makes customers happy. And the word of mouth is tremendous for the business. For the next several years, they'll be talking about they want a free matches from Mattress Mac. <laughs> 
Heck yes, I'm here for that party. Talking to Mattress Mac, the owner of Gallery Furniture. Um, have you interacted? To the, are the players aware of all this? Do you know ownership, management? Have the players talked to you about any of this? Oh, yeah, the players are aware of it. Uh, they can't participate in the contest. But uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Alex Bregman bought a Tempur-Pedic. He bought it the last week of May. And then uh, he started sleeping on that Tempur-Pedic. Justin Verlander uh, suggested he sleep 10 or 11 hours a night. He started sleeping more, and he won uh, American League Player of the Month in June, one month after he got that new Tempur-Pedic. So it works, and uh, the players are aware of the fact that we're a big sponsor. I talked to uh, several players at the uh, some of the games here recently, and they're excited about uh, winning the World Championship. They got it going on right now, and they're on a roll. So go Strohs, and uh, if we give all this money back to the customers, it's the best promotion I've ever done in my long 38-year uh, career of retailing. All right, so then here's my question, Mac. How much of this, and I know you said you're a diehard fan, but how much of this is really just straight business, and how much of a fan are you? Like, out of 162 regular season games, how many are you really watching? Because you strike me as more of a businessman than a baseball fan. Well, I'm a big baseball fan, but I'm also a workaholic, so I'm here all the time, but the Astros games are on, and uh... – when I go to the games, I uh, interact with the customers a lot in the uh, hallways. The last time I went, I think I, I took about 1,000 pictures with fans. I took about 500 pictures in D.C. at the uh, stadium with the uh, Astros fans that were there. So going to the games is great. I'm a huge Astros fan. Uh, baseball is my favorite sport. So I'm all in with the Houston Astros. I, I, uh, I think they're a great organization, and the analytics they do has – encouraged me to do more analytics in this business because the Astros, as y'all know, have been very successful with the uh, analytics, both in the pitching department and the shifting the players over, depending on where the players hit the ball. So their, their analytics department, I think, is second to none, and we're trying to do that here in the furniture business. And you're doing a hell of a job with the promotion, that's for sure. Check out Mattress Mac. He's on Twitter. You can follow him at Mattress Mac. Also, check out Gallery Furniture if you're down there. Best of luck tonight, sir. Justin Verlander against Steven Strasburg. We'll be thinking of you right about 11 o'clock Eastern time. Good luck, sir. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Great to talk to you. Y'all have a good day. You too, sir. Ross, it's an, it's an incredible kind of American story. And you talk about these fans who are able to galvanize so much attention, whether it's Carson King with the sign or Bud Light guy or a mattress store owner who's become a massive celebrity and a huge hit on Twitter, all because of a brilliant promotion. You're right. I think at the end, this is just an equation. I feel like that guy should hang out with Jerry Jones. I feel <laughs> like both does. of those guys, both those guys have some uh, Barnum and Bailey to them, if you will. You know, uh, I'm not going to say they're the greatest showman, but they've definitely got that to them. Now he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't quite have uh, the same delivery and smile that Jerry Jones does as he's selling the uh, Zeke Hoo T-shirts. Or remember when? <laughs> Remember when Jerry Jones was selling like the cloth to wipe your glasses after he handed his glasses to his <laughs> son-in-law in the skybox to wipe? That was amazing. I mean, he, you know, master marketers, and that is uh, American for sure. And they've had a lot of success with it. They're hired, Dave. I'm telling you right now, 
as far as marketing people, they are hired. If you went to ZipRecruiter right now and you said, you know what, I need a marketing person, I bet you they would find Jerry Jones and Mattress Mac because ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. You can post a job on ZipRecruiter and then their candidate rating feature will filter your applicants so you can focus on the most relevant ones. That's how Dylan, our guy from Cafe El Toro, found his new director of coffee in just a few days, how you can find Mattress Mac and Jerry Jones. With results like that, it's really no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ziprecruiter.com slash enter. That's ziprecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. ziprecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ross mentioned how Mattress Mac, as much like Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, he was on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, our radio.com friends down there. A couple of things he said. Number one, that Michael Bennett, who they acquired from the Patriots, he does expect him to stand for the national anthem. That will not fly well in Dallas if he were to take a knee or take a seat. Also said that he does not think they that they won't necessarily stand pat at the trade deadline, that they still might be players before today, four o'clock Eastern time. And also that he said he thinks they're a playoff team. And if they're healthy, could advance. Didn't sound like the confidence you always expect from Jerry Jones, not talking about winning a Super Bowl, but talking about making the playoffs. But I uh, want to quickly mention a huge day for the NCAA. Today could, in fact, change the NCAA model as we know it. Or they could be continue to be stubborn and stuck in the past. It doesn't sound like that's what's happening at the NCAA meetings in Atlanta. It's the Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith and the Big East Commissioner Val Ackerman expected to announce how they are going to move forward in addressing the compensation for NCAA athletes as a response to the California Fair Pay to Play Act. More than a dozen states have hopped on and they are attempting similar legislation that would allow athletes to compensate from their image and or likeness to make some sort of money from whether it be appearances, autographs, or things of that nature, maybe even video games, if in fact they come back. Congress is also considering acting. Mark Walker, congressman from North Carolina, said they want legislation done by 2021. We feel like they've given us no choice, Walker said. We have to drag them to the table because they've promised year after year to address an egregious situation, but they've refused to do that. I'm not betting on Congress to act Nothing will get done in the lockdown impeachment times in Congress. But what do you expect from the NCAA today, Ross? Do you think they will step forward uh, some progress towards allowing players to compensate, to get compensated, or will they stay stuck in the past? Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll stay stuck in the past. I, I don't think that's a very tenable situation for them. I think that the hope and the goal now, Dave, 
is to try to come to some resolution on their terms. I'm not really sure what that is. You and I have talked about it several times. I don't know how you do it without somehow getting to the point where boosters are telling coaches they can provide name and likeness marketing guarantees to high school prospects. I just don't know how you get around that. Um, whether that's formalized or informal, once the the Pandora's box is opened in terms of players getting paid for this, that's going to be a tool like anything else. Everybody else is going to have to figure out how they're going to go about that part of the process, how aggressive they are. I just don't know. I, look, you're a smart guy. I'm a decently smart guy. I don't really have a solution to it. I, I, I really don't. That that I think makes sense or levels the playing field other than just totally opening it up, allowing that, allowing those marketing guarantees. And to the, uh, to the victor or to the donor, perhaps, go the spoils. And maybe just over time, those people have to realize maybe they're not getting the return on investment they wanted. Maybe they'll stop paying for certain guys on the name and likeness if they're not actually helping. So I, it sounds great, Dave, if it's just, you know, the Tua Tungo Vialoas and Trevor Lawrence of the world that get paid money to do a commercial for a car dealership in Tuscaloosa, Alabama or Clemson, South Carolina. Like that sounds great, but that's just not the way I envision it playing out. And I think that then becomes uh, the issue of how that plays itself out. How early are these prospects getting these guarantees? Who's representing these players? These guarantees. I mean, it's just it it's it, it's probably going to become the wild wild west. And maybe that's what it should be. And maybe some would argue it already is. Unregulated, this will be an unmitigated disaster for the athletes, for the coaches, for the universities, for the legislators in California like Nancy Skinner that passed this legislation, for Governor Gavin Newsom. It will be a debacle because who's to stop a Boone Pickens like, may uh, he rest in peace, donor booster from saying, hey, this kid deserves a million dollars for signing autographs at my, let's call it a car dealership on a Saturday and a Sunday on the weekend. He might be a billionaire. It might be worth a million dollars. And that will change everything for the NCAA. Now, admittedly, the model of amateurism is archaic. It has to change. They have to allow some way for these athletes to compensate from their image and or likeness. But you cannot have this rolled out with no strict regulation, setting market values, maximums, imagine what it will do to the recruiting trail. And especially if California is the only state that moves forward and they've got until 2023 under their legislation. If the NCAA doesn't catch up and doesn't do something, then you've got an even bigger disaster because you've got one state that would do it. And per Gene Smith's point, that would allow California schools to go around end and recruit the hell out of the country. Can't imagine how many young kids wouldn't go to California schools if they knew they could make 10, 20, 30, 40, maybe $100,000 for signing a few autographs. Hopefully we'll hear from Gene Smith, from Val Ackerman about what 
their suggestions are about how to change. Speaking of change, Deadspin is changing. The hugely popular sports website will now have to stick to sports, even though that is everything they are not. They even sell T-shirts on Deadspin.com that say stick to sports, poking fun at that mantra because those of you who use Deadspin know they never stick to sports. They go way outside the lines and are very political on that site. Some huge Trump critics at Deadspin.com. I love the website. I have long read the journalism. I think they actually do fantastic journalism as well as entertaining, as well as clickbait-worthy stories. But there was a memo that was circulated in-house from Paul Maidment said to create as much great sports journalism as we can requires a 100% focus of our resources on sports. And it will be our sole focus. Deadspin will write only about sports and that which is relevant to sports in some way. Now, can you circumvent that when you've got Donald Trump at a World Series game? He is booed and the fans are chanting, lock him up. They're probably going to be allowed to do so. But I don't like hearing editors tell writers what to write about, what not to write about. People love Deadspin for not sticking to sports. Of course, Ross, the only trick is today, politics are so damn divisive, you can understand why a corporate management would want to stay out of politics. Yeah, I, I, I have a pretty strong opinion on this, Dave, but I think this is the end of Deadspin. My, my belief and understanding is that most people that read Deadspin read it because they don't stick yeah. to sports, because they do yes. have their slant on everything that comes down the pike. So the idea that now all of a sudden they're going to stick to sports is kind of comical to me. You know, whatever their foothold is right now, whatever traction they have, which is significant, I think those people will start to drop off. I think it sounds like an opportunity for someone else, somewhere else, to maybe pick up those people that think that they want sports, but they really want the periphery of sports. And I think that's even um, an interesting, broader discussion, Dave, because there's really two ways you can go, right? Yep. You can be sort of like I have been in my media career, which is very apolitical, um, Switzerland, if you will. I, I really don't go down the politics end, primarily, to be frank, because I'm not educated enough on it. I don't follow it closely enough to feel comfortable speaking on it intelligently in a public platform. That's, that's reason number one. Reason number two, though, is you're automatically going to alienate, infuriate, whatever, half of your audience. There's the flip side of that, though, Dave. There's the um, Clay Travises, if you will, of the world that go in on politics all the time. And as a result, they have a really big following of people that really support and believe what they espouse, but also people that listen because they are infuriated and they love to disagree and it, it just gets them so angry, but it, it causes emotion. 
and and they, they get a big following and have success that way. I feel like you can go either one of those two ways, and everybody, I guess, has to make the decision. Obviously, people like Travis follow it very closely and have strong opinions as a result, and that's the road that he's elected to take. And I guess different people make different choices. I just think it's tough to be one side that's been and then try to switch to the other side. Just not sure how well that's going to go over. You're 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 getting away from what got you your audience in the first place. Yeah, that is not an audience who clicks on articles just for the breakdown of a trade or the latest sports story out of the New England Patriots. It is a highly political audience. I would never mess with that formula myself if, if it were my site. You're talking about just shy of 30 million visitors to deadspin.com over the last year or so. No way, no chance, no how. I am messing with that equation. Um, Look, I'm not one to stick to sports. That is no secret. I love to mix in the politics. I think this is a uh, disaster waiting to happen, just as you do uh, for deadspin.com. It should be interesting. One last question before we go on a Tuesday. And it's something I saw last night in the NBA. LeBron James in the middle of a game was uh, being yelled at by his teammate, Anthony Davis. Nothing personal, nothing angry. Well, it was personal, but nothing angry. They weren't they weren't uh, a- arguing about anything. Anthony Davis was signaling LeBron James to fix his hair plugs. And with that, I wonder, why can't you just be bald in sports? Now, I understand why the quarterback of the New England Patriots, who may or may not have hair plugs, cannot be bald. But if you are LeBron James, if you are the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan looked damn good bald. Why can't LeBron James just be bald and embrace the bald? No one's going to think less of him. He's a good looking dude. What's the deal? I don't understand it. I'm confused. And first of all, I don't even know what hair plugs are. What does that mean? And how do they come out? I watched the Um, video and couldn't really tell what was going on there with the headband. And Anthony Davis was like, yo, bro, like, what are hair plugs? Well, th- they're different for different races, but um, LeBron's, I'm not all that familiar with. I'm familiar with some guys that might look something like me that actually get plugs. LeBron's look like something different because it looked like something that could be moved. He was actually moving them in and out of place as you could hear and see Anthony Davis on the bench motion to LeBron and point to his hair. And then LeBron began to move it around. But again, good looking dude, billion dollar brand. Who gives a shit if he's bald? Yeah, look, I I think some guys look good bald. Some guys don't look good bald. I think LeBron would look awesome bald. Evidently, he doesn't trust that. He doesn't believe that. He doesn't want to be bald. Um, I I, I think it's a little surprising given how many NBA guys are bald, how much easier it would be. But I, I remain flummoxed by what hair plugs even are if you're able to move them around. I mean, I'm I'm... Familiar with some of like, you know, Bosley or whatever these companies are and hair transplants or whatever. But but plugs, I hear that term and I, I still don't know what that is or how they move around or where his headband comes into place there. 
What about Brady? Before we go, we don't need to speculate about his future. There's been a lot of that, and perhaps we'll return to that later in the week. If you're Tom Brady and you're going bald, you getting hair plugs? Uh, maybe, because I don't know how Tom would look bald, number one. Number two, Bad. more so than LeBron, Brady's like looks are like a big part of his brand and image and money. But again, I'd have to know what the hell hair plugs were first before I can really answer that <laughs> and what it would mean for Brady. I don't know. Well, I can tell you, Tom Brady, I won't add to the speculation, but you can't be bald if you're Tom Brady. Let me just clear that up. You have got to get hair plugs. You have got to do hair club. You have got to do whatever you can to preserve that hair. Just like me, Ross. If I lose this hair, I got fucking nothing left. I'm probably out of a job if I lose this hair. I can admit it. No damn way I'm going to go on TV. I wouldn't even get this podcast if I didn't have hair. I'm getting hair plugs. I'm getting hair club for men. I'm doing whatever I can to preserve all this. It's all I got. I didn't go to Princeton. That'll do it for us on a Tuesday. For Ross Tucker, I'm Dave Briggs. We're back tomorrow with the ladies that flashed Garrett Cole at Game 5 of the World Series on national television. See you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.